please don't push me. Please don't push me, but y'all push B. Now we got dwellers from Cali to Flatbush B. Now they got heat on they feet that say press B. And now we so deep in the streets, y'all can't stress me. Can't curse me, then bless me. I'm crucifying my flesh, that's less me. SAT from preaching, can't test me. Atheists are now believing, that bless me. Yeah, we got the basement replacing any of those worldly pursuits that y'all chasing. Any of those trials and tests that y'all facing Any of the relationships that y'all changing We rearranging, making the shame shift Giving Satan back what's his, that's the blame shift Rise up and walk commands, that's the lame shift Cheat codes for living this life, that's the game shift All on Yeshua man, the rest is manure man I'm dying daily so I rise up a purer man Pressing B daily so my sins looking fewer man Washing the blood so my sins down the sewer man yeah, so press B with me And let's let whatever gon' be just be uh, Yeah, so press B with me And let's let whatever gon' be just be On you, my brother Yo! Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen I am your host, Tim Ross Yo! I love y'all <laughs> I hope y'all had an incredible Thanksgiving week, not just the day, the week. We were off last Monday because, you know what I'm saying? We be working hard, you know what I'm saying? So we wanted a week off. We rested good. Yeah, we rested good. And then we ate good. I did not overeat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why America has this obsession with like taking um Thanksgiving to just be gluttony. A glutton for a day. You yeah. know what I mean? Eating until you stuff yourself. And then forcing yourself to belch so you can get, like, four more shovels worth of turkey and ham and <laughs> greens and green bean casserole and all this stuff into your digestive system. And then you're going to eat some pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie and 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 apple pie and Dutch apple pie a la mode and brisket. freaking brisket and then velvet cake and then smoothie king y'all bowel movements is rancid that's what i know not rancid huh <laughs> your bowel movements are rancid i know it i know it and i just mentioned the good food huh i didn't even get into like the more you know indigenous stuff to my community you know what i mean the 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 pork and then some of y'all eating the chitterlings oh. and um uh fried okra fried okra I mean I don't think that's as bad as chitterlings but <laughs> anyway I don't want to do I don't want to do none of that anyway I love y'all and I hope y'all had a great deal and then I hope y'all didn't get into debt on Black Friday oh. you know what I mean like like think about it you you that you en you engorge yourself. Oh. On Thursday, and uh -huh. then you go into debt on Friday. What is happening right now? You can preach on that, brother. Listen, I don't even know why I'm coming out like this, but I'm just telling y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is what happens when I have a week off. I come back with a lot on my mind. Brother came hot. Came in, in coming in hot. So, um, there's that. And then, um, I had a great Thanksgiving. I did not overeat. Um, I kept my tradition alive of only having greens and macaroni and cheese ever since, uh, my brother Miles uh, uh, was killed in a car accident back in 2004. It was in September. September 17th is when he uh, passed away. And then obviously I was in the midst of uh, some darkness going into that first uh, holiday season. 
and I only had an appetite to eat mm. uh, greens and mac. I couldn't handle turkey, blah, blah, blah. It was just too sad. Mm-hmm. Then the next month, the next year, I was like, that's all I'm going to have again. And then the next year, next year. So this, now it's ni- 19 years, same thing. I've been eating the same thing the whole time. And um, it's kind of like it, my my remembrance to him. I'm not sad anymore, uh, but I still do it because it's a, it's a, uh, it's just a good thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, there's that. And uh, hi, everybody. Uh, shout out to all my people on the B side. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. We have literally over 14,000 people that have downloaded the Woo! app. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. 14,000 downloads. I think we got like 3,500 memberships or something like that. Somewhere around there. And so... Thank you all so much for your support. And if you've downloaded the app but you haven't become a member, what are you what are you even what are you even <laughs> what, what are you, are you even doing? doing? <laughs> what what are you what are you doing? And why are you doing that? Is that what you do? Is it, are we out here like that? Do you do have you downloaded Disney Plus and then not subscribe to it? Thanks. Have you downloaded HBO <laughs> Max and not subscribe to it? Have you? <laughs> I'm waiting for an answer. Have you? Have you downloaded a Netflix app and then haven't subscribed to it? Have you done that? You just have some apps on your... You thought that you was... Mm-mm. If you're not going to subscribe, just delete it. If you're not going to use it, you won't hurt my feelings at all. I promise you, you won't hurt my feelings. If you don't want to use it, then don't use it. Whoa! 15,000 as of right now. This, Come is, on. this is what I'm talking about. Let's go, live feedback. Let's go! Hector got that good uh, pre... Black Friday sale and got us some new screens in here. If y'all see me looking up, I'm looking at the screens. They look so nice. So uh, as of right now, today, we got um, uh, uh, 15,269 total downloads of the app with 4,271 active subscribers. Let's go active subscribers. <laughs> What's up, Sid? Sid said, tell Tim I wasn't hungry until he started talking about... <laughs> Uh, uh, talking about the uh, Thanksgiving menu. <laughs> well, bro, it's it's Monday. You should still have some leftovers. That's okay. you should still have some leftovers. I don't know how good that turkey gonna be by oh. Monday. Mm. The greens will still hit though. Nuke those and put some Louisiana hot sauce on them. Hey, Amen, brother. Y'all'll be straight. Woo. What about the mac and cheese? Listen, um, we got so much to cover today. So much to cover. This is. <laughs> Yo, you gave me nationwide is on your <laughs> side vibes with that with that response. So much to cover. But we love you, God. Cause nationwide is on your side. Is on your hey, side. hey, if nationwide winds up uh uh as a banner underneath uh your your live, let me know. Cause I, I want to know how fast this algorithm actually hits. <laughs> um we got a lot to cover today. Uh, this is what happens when you have a week off. Uh-huh. I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> but I know where I'm going to start. Come on now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, November 27th may not mean much to you, but it means something mm. to us. It means something to the entire Upset the World team. It means something to the entire B-side team. Um I cannot believe uh, we are in a position to do what we're doing. I cannot believe that in the last 16 months of this pod, um, God has kissed it, blessed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to, like, go uh, uh, 
what, what's the song? Is it um, Reckless Love of God? Oh, the, the overwhelming, overwhelming never. No, 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 no. It's the other one with the um um. He lo- Is it? He loves. I- he loves Kim us. Huh? The oh, one. Whatever one. Sloppy wet kiss. Yeah. Oh, how yeah, he loves. Yep. How he loves. Oh. How he loves. We are his portion, and he. Yeah, is our yeah, prayer. that that one, and then something with a sloppy wet kiss. Mm-hmm. The Lord's favor has French kissed us. <laughs> I know y'all don't want to think about the Lord French kissing you, but he's using all tongue, and I'm telling you, it's amazing. He's not just giving that little sweet sweet peck on the forehead; he's macking us down, and it's amazing. Sloppy wet kiss. It's amazing how 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 fragile the church is. They died over that. They one lyric. died over died. that one. <laughs> The Lord wants to give me a sloppy wet kiss. I bet you I let him. We're taking it. I'm taking it. He's a spirit. I can. Th- I think. I'm, I think my soul can take a sloppy wet kiss in the spirit. Amen. I can be able to handle it. Okay. Macking us down. That's how it's that. Yeah. That's Cali right there. Cali is you getting macked down. That that's we we use that in this house. Amen, bro. Yeah, we use this in this house. So anyway, um, uh, happy uh happy birthday, Ingrid Ortiz. Um, we love you. Um, uh, feliz cumpleaños. Uh-huh. See? Si? Si, feliz cumpleaños. Okay. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how to really introduce this except to introduce this. Introduce it, my brother. All right. Um, let it out. Let it out. People. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Let it out. Mm, yeah. Jesus, Someone needs mercy. to sign Hector. Someone doesn't. <laughs> Someone actually doesn't need to do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, today's November the 27th. Uh, this is your three-month notice uh, that uh, on February 27th of 2024, um, there's a book that's going to drop. Come on. And it's this book right here, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the basement. It's about to be a book, everybody. Let's go! Yo, I am so excited. I'm putting that right here. Welcome to the basement. Is that in the? Is that in there? We're gonna go focus. Okay. Uh, uh, Do I need to bring it back? Uh, Right there is perfect. Right there is perfect. Cool. All right. So this is armpit uh, status right here. (laughs) Um, but welcome to the basement, an upside down guide to greatness. Uh, I need everybody in the chat to go pre-order this book. Links ready right mm-hmm. now. Click the, the link. Li- click the link. Go to Amazon. Go to Barnes and Nobles. Go to Walmart. Go to Family Dollar. Fam, what? <laughs> no. Just kidding. It's not. It's not a Family Dollar. <laughs> I was about to say. I don't think Family Dollar can have this book. <laughs> All right, and then look at look at look at how they Ooh. did. Look at the shout out to Rance Elgin on the pics, the photos, okay. And on the back, if Jesus is the chief cornerstone of everything God is building in the world, what floor do you want to be on? Look how they did the back cover. That back cover, like like the elevator door is clothing, so they got the side and the thing and the glasses and all the stuff. <laughs> Yes, y'all already pre-ordering. Y'all, 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 y'all fast. Target, absolutely. Jamie Lynn Robinson is in Target. I need everybody to go down. I need everybody to. Go. I need everybody to pre-order this book. I need every dweller to pre-order this book. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what I want. 
I'm going to tell you what my desire is. And, and, and it's just a desire. The Lord doesn't have to fulfill your desires. So there, there's no ambition in this at all. It's just my desire. My desire is for Welcome to the Basement to be a New York Times bestseller. That's my desire. In Jesus' name. Yeah, we believe I, it. I, I, want, right. I want it to be a bestseller. I'm going to tell you why. Um, because this book is specifically about discipleship. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is not generic. It is not like, hey, you can win with God. <laughs> That's not this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a, hey, there's just, there's just a purpose that God has, and boy, you can get it. In three steps. This book, and, and listen, I'm not knocking those books because... I believe in evangelism, but we're, we we discipleship over here. Y'all know how we get it in in the basement. You know what I'm saying? And this book has that this book has that type of substance to it, and so I'm super excited about it. Now, here's what I want to say: full disclaimer. If you have, um, if you previously have upset the world, if you were able to get that book during its limited run back in 2020, you're gonna you're gonna um, see a lot of. Uh, and read uh, some similarities from that book to this book. What this book is, is the integration of my Upset the World message and Welcome to the Basement. It's the, f- it's the full conversation. Yes. So if you only have, if you have Upset the World, you have um, half of the conversation. I had no idea God wanted me to integrate um, Upset the World in the Basement. The Basement was just a philosophy that I was doing uh, for those that I was mentoring and discipling privately, I never thought he was wanted me to do that publicly, and so this is th- this is why the the page counts thicker um, than upset the world, and um, there's just there's just more um, synergy to it and congruency with it, and so ah, I'm that excited. I'm that excited. So I need everybody. To, I'm going to talk about this book every single time y'all hear me on a live. I'm going to be asking if you downloaded the book. Once again, you can pre-order right now. Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Bookshop, Target, IndieBound, Walmart. I want it everywhere. We're going on tour next year as well. Woo! We're going on a book tour with it as well. And with the book tour, we will also be having uh, live pods in the same cities that we're going to be doing the book. Listen, this is big, y'all. Let's go! The first book, the first book was a was a um uh, uh was a was a COVID book. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do nothing except put it out. Yep. And so um uh we didn't get to market it, we didn't get to push it, we didn't get to go out and like hug people and sign books and do all that kind of stuff. And so now we're able to do this and um We'll hug everybody. Boy, I'm so excited about it. Like I am just I'm hyped. I'm emotional. I'm I'm a whole bunch of stuff. This is like my this is like to see that we we're able to put this book, this philosophy into words. Mm. First, I never thought it would be a podcast. Then I didn't think thousands of people would be down with it. And now the fact that we get to put it in people's hands and it and, and it has a manual. And because we about discipleship. And disciples make the best evangelists. <laughs> it comes with a study guide as well. Come on. Because nerds rule the world. Let's Woo! go. Let's go. You know, I'm not putting nothing out, and then we're not going to have no study guide with it. You're just going to read it and flip it over your shoulder? Nah, fam. Going to read this book, then you're going to get the study guide, and then you're going to go out and help some other people. You know what I'm saying? Press B and get down to the basement as well. So welcome to the basement. Pre-orders start today. 
today, like, you can't even plan that today's the 27th. Mm. That's just what, what Monday fell on. We didn't, like, do a special day, like, oh, we have a book drop. Let's also do a pod on this day a as well. perfect marketing plan. There was no perfect <laughs> marketing plan. First of all, they picked February 27th for the drop date of this book, the sale date for this book. And then to 90 days out just happens to be a Monday. Man, God plays chess. He don't play checkers, y'all. I'm <laughs> trying to tell now. you. When God, when God makes up a word, he, he says checkmate. The moment he calls you, he says checkmate before you even sit down at the table. He's like, I'm calling you. Oh, you're saying yes? Checkmate. And you're like, I didn't even, I didn't move. (laughs) Checkmate. I got you, fam. Got you. Your your steps are ordered. Checkmate. I got you. All right. So uh, that's this. And um, can somebody come put it behind me where it's going to, my man, Mr. Noah. You right here. We need it perfectly staged. Standing up. Yeah, yeah, standing up. Play it by like the uh, love sign. By the love sign? Oh, is is it good right there? That looks amazing. Does it look? Uh, uh, Push a little more, Noah. To your left. Yep, yep, yep. Go towards the love. Amen, brother. Gucci. Go towards the love. That's a that's a sermon too. Yeah, that's that's preacher vibes right there. (laughs) Everything just could become a sermon right now. Tim, real quick. Yeah, uh, I would just. I'm so excited with the yo. I'm so hyped. Sorry, I'm I'm just Listen y'all, I'm Tia Bryant. Thank you so much for the pre-order. I love you so much. Um let me just say this. I know you're about to ask oh, a question. Yeah. Please don't forget it. Because of the trauma that I experienced as a child and y'all y'all know very very well what I've gone through. I talk about it as at a lot. I don't talk about it ad nauseum, but I do talk about it a lot. Um wh- what it did is it made me not live in the moment. Um uh, uh sexual trauma made me always think about made me put my mind on what was next right that's you just disengage right you disassociate from your body so you can survive whatever trauma experience you're going through and so that that was an incredible mechanism that little timmy had to be able to navigate what he was going through it wound up being a horrible mechanism that was still in place as it became an adult because i wasn't present for things that i, I should have been present for um, celebrating birthdays, celebrating accomplishments. When things went well, I'm like, uh, yay, on to the next. I never really gave myself permission to celebrate things. I was always on to the next thing. I had a real breakthrough about, I would probably say about two years ago in, in my uh, process group therapy. Uh, y'all met my life coach. She was on uh, a previous pod, Nancy Houston. And we got to like the root of I don't celebrate things in the moment. I'm always going to whatever the next thing is. And ever since then, the last two years, I have celebrated more things and been able to be more present uh, in more moments than I've ever had in the last 46 years of my 48 years on, on this planet. And so now, like, I I don't rush moments like this anymore. I used to feel like, oh, no, look be humble or downplay it or it's just a book don't nah i'm 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 very excited y'all like i'm very excited um that god has put me in a position to be able to do this um that that he's given us influence that a publisher would want to sign a two book deal with us that would want to have an extended relationship past that before the first book even drops and so i'm just not living my life anymore with these 
with these childlike restrictions mm -hmm. that is a result of, you know, surviving trauma. I am happy this book is out. <laughs> I'm happy today is the day that we can pre-order it. I'm happy for every single one of y'all that pre-ordered. I'm happy for every one of y'all that downloaded for an audiobook, which I'll record next next week um, or next month, and which is next week. Um, uh, uh, I'm just excited, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay that anymore. I'm not trying to like be on to the next. Like, yeah, we got a book going out. I hope y'all get it by. Nah, I'm celebrating. Let's go. Okay, I feel better now. <sighs> All right. In Espanol? In Espanol? Mm -hmm. um, es, uh, soy... Uh, I am celebrating, como se dice? Vamos a celebrar. Celebramos. Celebramos. Mm -hmm. We are celebrating. Mm -hmm. Celebramos. Vamos a celebrar. Sí, mm -hmm. sí, <laughs> sí. Ba vamos. Vamos a celebrar. Vamos a. A celebrar. Uh, uh, vamos a celebrar. Uh -huh. Sí, Gra gracias. Look gracias. at you, Tío Tim. Sí. Tío Tim in the chat. Sí. Um, uh, yeah, sí, 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 sí. I was about to start into a whole Spanish thing, but I slow down because <laughs> my, my Spanish is like a two-year-old's right now. I'm like, mama, <laughs> papi, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, comer. <laughs> Mood. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just like, I'm just a two-year-old in Spanish. I'd be like, I, I, I. You're going to be speaking it better than me by the summer. See, hey, um, 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 speaking of, um, uh, it's locked in um, Medellin, Colombia. No, Medellin, all of, yes. All of, all of uh, Julio. Oh, that's dope. Sí. I'm so excited for you. Todos los Julio? Sí, todo el mes de Julio. Vas a estar en Colombia. Sí. Sí. Come on, dude. Oh, sí. Yeah. Absolutely. Am I going in your suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think we can get you a seat. Julio. I think we can get you a seat. We can call it a family reunion. Um. So. So yeah. So I. I. Because I want immersion and I want the culture That's and so cool. those are my people. So I'm gonna be there. Oh, they're gonna love you so well. Um. Uh. <laughs> Gian Reyes said, "I imagine Tim's head on a baby body." <laughs> That's really weird. I've heard that uh, 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 somebody said $500 million or dinner with Jesus. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a no-brainer. Also, it's Colombia with an O, not a you guys. I love y'all. Booyah. Yeah. Lombia. Lombia. Not lum. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the U.S. thing trying to... Uh, no duolingo for me. I have... Um, uh, no duolingo para mí. See? Was that the right response? No, du no duolingo para mí? Mm -hmm. Sí. Si. Yeah, sí. Si. Um, okay. All right. I'm sorry, Hector. I'm I'm all over the place right now. Well, I'm just giddy, y'all. I'm happy you are, bro. Welcome to the basement is a book. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Are we even, are, are we, are we kidding ourselves right now? 16 months ago, this was a podcast. 16 months later, Somebody believed in us enough to let us drop a book on them? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We gonna try to act like that's normal? I'm not. Mm -mm, not happening. Not happening. And it's what the world needs because we need discipleship. That's what's lacking. I so bet you it's we gonna do. change people's I lives. I bet oh, you yeah. it is. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. Between this app and this book and everything else God is doing, ah, I'm so excited. Uh, let's get it. Okay. 
Oh, that book drops on your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Wherever I'm going to be, if you can get there, if you're in one of the cities we're going to, pull up. I'll buy the book for you and sign it. But your birthday has to be February on the day that I arrive. It can't be like in the just Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to see ID. Have you have you thought of any cities that get you excited that you want to visit? Um, the 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 publisher is going pick them ha- out. Uh, have all the cities because they know where we are. Um, it's definitely gonna become a New York bestseller with this community, dog. I, I would love it to be. Uh, again, it's a desire. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. The, the fact that we even. The, the fact that we even getting it in print, bro, right. I'm, I'm Gucci. Yeah. And if it's a bestseller, I just think it would be the Lord's, like, speaking loud. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of people in this basement, fam. Sloppy wet kiss. Sloppy <laughs> wet kiss. Absolutely. Well, we celebrate you, bro. We, mm-hmm. I think yeah. out of all the trauma that you've experienced and not being able to just inadvertently celebrate yourself yeah we get to celebrate with you now thank you You absolutely deserve this yeah and for all of this to happen in one year because it's wild what's beautiful bro like your face is on that book right Mm -hmm. but for the last 27 plus years you have been in the streets grinding yep for other people yep and obviously this is still about people but god's just put you on a platform so people can get to this to what your philosophy yeah for sure and now we get to celebrate you. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. I, I do want to say you said something, and um, the Holy Spirit just reminded me of something. And obviously we keep it very, very hot here. So I want to be uh, right now honest, open, and transparent. You said my face is on the book. Um, I, let me tell you how much growth work has been done in the last three years. When um, I was asked about Upset the World, mm-hmm. Um, and they asked, do you want your face on the cover or whatever? I literally said no. Yeah. Because that was the original cover. That was the original cover. It's just yep. the, my expression isn't there. My vibe isn't there. Nothing is there. And the reason why it wasn't is because I was too afraid of people judging me mm-hmm. by the way that I looked mm-hmm. and making a determination on if they want to get the book or not. Whether that was me as a black man, whether that was how I dressed, whether that was whatever, whatever I, I, I was I was projecting other people's opinions into what I thought this book should be. So here here is this book, which I'm still proud of because God allowed me to uh, write that book. But that book ain't got me nowhere on it. It ain't on the front. It ain't on the back. It's nowhere. It's just upset the world. Mm -hmm. Tim Ross. And it's like, (laughs) I was hiding. Yeah. That was me hiding. That was not like good marketing. I was was hiding. Justina Albright, literally judging a book by his cover. You're absolutely right. And so. And they asked you directly like. uh, Yeah, do you want your. And I was like, no, because I don't want no, you know, I don't want people to prejudge based on. Listen, man, I'm just I'm just keeping it a buck with y'all because we go through all of that kind of stuff. We go through all of these uh, changes and it doesn't matter how much influence you have or how far you think you've progressed. You can still have imposter syndrome. You can still show up as a lesser version of yourself. You can still wind up saying, oh, no, I don't I don't want to I don't want to be the fullest expression of me because that might intimidate somebody or that might scare somebody. And and as y'all know, 
by now. <laughs> I am not in that same place. <laughs> so here I am with a full uh, 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 two-strand twist dangling in front of my forehead with my, with my yellow icons on, what I call them, and my black diamond, my Wakanda necklace, as I call it, <laughs> and my, I think that shirt is from Zara. So that's that shirt. And, and I ain't smiling. That's my look on the basement because that was my look in the in the vision that I had in the elevator going up and then going down. I ain't smiling. I'm just waiting on the elevator. And so now I don't care. Huh? That's How about it. that? Let's go. I careth not. If somebody looks at that cover and they're like, I don't know. He didn't smile or I don't, I don't. Hey, look at his hair or, <laughs> or look, them glasses or he, he, he think he deep or he th- he doing too much. And I don't I just don't care. <laughs> And if somebody's like, oh, I'm not buying that book because that's a dude that called my Lord and Savior a stripper. (laughs) Don't buy the book. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I don't want to buy that book because I heard there's some viral clips of him uh, cussing. Don't buy the book. Um, (laughs) Oh, I don't want to buy that book because uh, he's a false prophet. And I think his teachings don't line up with scripture. Don't buy the book. Um, But if you're the opposite of all those things I just said. Buy the book. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Pre-order this book because it's there. And I think you're going to love it because it's there. The and I'm excited about it because it's there. Get the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's it on that. Okay. I, that's out there. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I want this to I want the pre-orders of this book to literally like be in the thousands. Woo! Right? So that by the time the book comes out, everybody like I I I'm so sorry. I can't I already I had my book. I already had my book it's before. Been done. It's been done. It's been Amazon done. was 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 giving it to me on the 29th and I <laughs> and it came out the 27th because I already pre-ordered it. Shondo to you. Amen. All right, um moving on. I told you we got we got so much to cover in this one, and I want to get to um, I want to get to some Q and A's as well. But there's just I, I'm in this mood. That I it's just, like your birthday, Tim. It feels like a little birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having like a Oprah day where I just feel like <laughs> that little that little meme. You get like, cards. The book you of the, the the book of the month club is my book. <laughs> <laughs> Read it. All right, um, Juliana, can you can or or Mr. Noah? No, 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 you're good. Mr. Noah, my man, uh, hand me those size eights. Hey, y'all. We getting in. We about to get it in. Anybody need some uh, shoes? Listen, I promise you, I feel like I'm a, I'm a, um, a hype beast reseller at this point. <laughs> I feel like a regiver. Uh, I'm a, I'm a sneaker head for real, for real, uh, which I'm not, but I feel like one. All right, people. This is this, I'm unboxing these for the first time. Nike by you, okay? Everybody already. Uh, shout out to everybody that has the um, uh, the Press B, um, Air Max, ninety sevens with the gray colorways for the guys, and I think the the teal colorway for the girls, teal and white. Uh, but it's time for this new edition. I got, I got, uh, what, Juliana, what sizes do I have for the girls? I think it goes through, what does it go? Does five it go? through 12. I go five through 12. So for the ladies, 
I got Shorty's feet <laughs> all the way to little WNBA players' feet. <laughs> all right, for you ladies. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve for the girls. And then for the guys, uh, we got eight through fifteen. Eight through fifteen. Good Lord, is Shaquille O'Neal's son getting these shoes? So so for the guys, fellas, I got 8 through 15, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We came after the, we came after the Chewbacca's on this one. We came after Sasquatch on this Amen, one. Brother. Amen. <laughs> we came after Bigfoot on this one. All right, so... Um, this is my first time unboxing these, like for real, for real. And uh, as you can see, these have never been open. Size eight, so this would be for um, uh, for my uh, Ombres. for my for my men out there. If you got a size eight, I'm starting with this one because this is the first one we're giving away. I wear a size nine myself, but look, listen, y'all ain't right. Listen, y'all, look color, at this. Though. Look at this color, though. Mommy. Y'all know I had to go with the yellows because the yellows mean so much to me. I just like the brightness, okay? Mm -hmm. But look at that color. Ooh. Oh, these came out better than I thought. Nasty. <laughs> and this is, like, even more like a deeper, rich gold. Gorgeous. On that right there. And this is designed by yours truly, correct? I designed these, uh -huh. absolutely. With that gray bottom. Y'all see that gray bottom? Lord have mercy on my whole soul. And this is leather. This is not canvas. This wow. is leather. And then you can see. Nice, right? Um, and then on the side, I don't know if that's going to come up uh, in the camera, but on the side right here, B-side. Aha. Uh -huh. B-side stitched into the leather on I'm this side. Yep. This is, listen. Child, please look at that, dude. You are a great unboxer. Mm -hmm. Look, gotta start a second channel. That, that is just basement unboxing. Beautiful, Bobby. That is nice. Aye. For all of my audio files out there, if you are listening on Spotify or are you are listening on um, uh, iTunes. Shout out to you. I love you guys so much. And um, shout out to my Cash App people and my and my uh, PayPalers. Pay like, y'all never cease to amaze me. Y'all are still giving um, extravagantly and outlandishly. And it just helps us. It helps us do all of this stuff we're doing. So thank you all for being a blessing and allows us to continue to be a blessing the way that we would like to be a blessing. So these are the B-Side Sneaks. Uh, we'll be giving them away uh, once a week. So uh, this first this first uh, week, this week, um, we are looking for someone that has a size eight, mm -hmm. and then someone that has a size five. Right? Size eight men. Size eight men's size five for the ladies, and we need. Um, you have to have. Uh, Y'all have to have a, a subscription. Th these are B-sides, mm -hmm. right? Th these are not press Bs, so this is not just basement. These are B-sides. So you must have a B-side subscription to qualify for these kicks. So, Juliana, I don't know how you vet that. 
Um, I don't know how you vet that. Let's have him DM you. Yep, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Okay. DM me or Tim. Tim. All right. Yeah, DM DM me. Obviously, you know Juliana's gonna get it, not me. And uh, shout out to Juliana. Love you guys. Let me tell you something. Also, Juliana. may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Juliana. People know when they DM me now, they just they just say, "I know this is." I know Juliana's gonna read this. Hi, Julie. They don't even they don't even say hi to me no more. What's up, Julie? I'd be on there like on the like like maybe three or four days and 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 we'll look sometimes and they'll be like, Yeah, so what's up, Juliana? Uh I know you the one reading this anyway, so check this out. Whatever. She's a Colombian cartel. I only brother. see like that don't first be little that bit before can't it can't let people know. Cartel hitter. All right, so uh I can't wait for y'all to get these. So these are ready to ship, y'all. These are ready to ship. So um, size 8 and size 5 this yeah. week. Make sure you have Chris, uh, Cristela Munez. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. Uh, I have a yearly submission. My son wears an 8. Let's go, Muniz. Muniz. DM us, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love you, girl. We love you. And thank you so much. Got <laughs> Forget to your Tim. We know you ain't in them DMs. <laughs> Alejandra. <laughs> I love it. Also, thank you, Tim, for doing this. Like, who does this? I, you are the most generous soul in the whole world. So generous. Oh, thank you. Bruh. I love it. No, I love doing this. It's just, this is just fun for me. Speaking of generosity, you know, <laughs> speaking of generosity, I love to rap. And, uh, you know, I've been rapping since I was nine. You know, hip hop is 50 years old. I'm 48. Guess Woo! who raised me? <laughs> hip hop raised me. I don't know about you, but um, it's my cousin. Okay. It's two years older than me. Hi. It's my cousin. It was born in 73. I was born in 75, and we kind of grew up together. It gave me a love for the English language and for rhyme and for prose and for metaphors and similes, <laughs> storytelling, authenticity. Because that, 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 that 80s rap and that 90s rap, that's what, the, before it was, before it turned into a business and, and became um, mechanized, before, b before it became a machine mm -hmm. genre, these were these were real people's experiences. Mm -hmm. They either went through it or they knew somebody that did. Yeah. Right. And um, uh, I called it hood reporting. Mm. Right. You weren't going to get it on the CBS News, but you was going to get it on the next album or the next mixtape or the next single. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up on um, uh, um, my brother is 10 years older than me. And shout out to Darren. Uh, he's 10 years older than me. And so he was born in 65. And so he embraced hip hop. He was part of breakdance culture. And so my earliest memories of hip hop, Curtis Blow, Fat Boys, African Bombada, uh, Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, um, uh, KRS-One, um, uh, MC Shan, uh, li like the OGs, Kumo D, LL Cool J, Run DMC. Um, I grew up on them. I grew up on that. Uh, 
uh, I grew up on that cadence. So I, uh, I love, I love the genre. I love, I, I love rapping. I just love it. I will, I'll never stop. So, um, anyway, we dropped, uh, in, 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 in classic mixtape fashion, we, we, we had to, we had to just drop some heat and we dropped it today. Didn't we? It was, uh, it was uploaded on the B site at 11 a.m. without telling anybody. Yeah! That's true mixtape. That's a true mixtape move right there. Do you see the premium? It's the underground, brother. That's the underground. That's how you drop a mixtape. You don't tell nobody about it. You just drop it. When you gonna drop it? It's already dropped. It been out. <laughs> it's been two weeks. So if you got the B-Side app, it is already on. It dropped at 11 a.m. You're welcome. I did a, I did a, um, I did a freestyle to God did, a classic um DJ Khaled song um and uh I did now let me for all my hip hop heads out there and all my lyricists and all that kind of stuff let me know let me let you uh understand how I did this uh <laughs> uh <laughs> Jasmine Jasmine Davis go up Uncle Tim please calm that fo- oh she, 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 she you retracted <laughs> she it she took it away quick Jasmine I already read it she said please calm that foot down uh, uh, I have the attention span of a toddler, something like that. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna put my foot down, Jazz. But you see, I'm very hyped today. If I was, if I was in a cartoon today, I'd be Thumper from Bambi. Yeah. That little foot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Thumpity. That's why they call me Thumper. I'm really excited today, y'all. And it it doesn't have anything to do with the dirty chai that I drink. It's just that I'm just excited today. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Um. Uh, if you've heard God did, uh, uh, Rick Ross is on it. Wayne is on it. Shout out to both of them. And then um, uh, Jay-Z is on it. And Jay-Z actually has the longest verse on the song. I think it starts at 303. His verse starts at 303 and basically goes through the rest of the song. I think he ends at like 652, 653. That's the timestamp. Mm-hmm. Ask me how I know. Hey. Because um, I wanted my verse to to be the length of Jay's verse. Yep. Uh, not being presumptuous, not trying to act like, I'm better than Jay-Z, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not saying that. Um, or I'm on par with Jay-Z. I'm not even saying that. I just had that much to say. Mm-hmm. And so I just needed time for it to breathe. I needed time for it to air out. So um, this is the longest track that you've created in the Basement Universe. It's the longest track I've created, period. Yeah. No, 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 no. I take that back. I did another mixtape when I was in my 20s, and I might have gone, I might have gone five minutes. No, it was probably three and a half. Straight, like straight through. Nonstop. No break. Um. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I had a lot to say on it. Um, the, the, that, that beat is one of, it's just a, it's just it's just beautiful so um who is your hip-hop goat uncle tim man um man (laughs) it's very very easy for me and i know that the man wasn't alive long enough to give us a body of work that these other people have but christopher wallace is my is my goat Hands down, mm-hmm. there is no. He's my goat. 
when that dude said niggas is mad, I get more butt than ashtrays, I was done. <laughs> I was done. I'm just talking about as a hip hop head right now. I, I I was done. And that was uh that was the flavor of your ear, the flavor in your ear remix. Mm. And he went first. Mm. Mo- most times, the dude that goes last is the is the dude that's wrapping it all up. Like that's the dopest first, yeah. right? And on that track, Buster went last. Buster, Buster, your 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 verse was dope. Yo, yo, yo! You best have believed. <laughs> it's a great verse, Buster. Please understand, Mister Buster. It's a great verse. Christopher Wallace went first. And nobody's verse came close. Woo! Like it was, it was that. <laughs> it was that amazing. So, um, uh, yeah. So, so we did this song, and um, uh, I want to play a little snippet of it for you now, and then for all of my B siders, uh, go enjoy it. It's up. It's already up uh, for you to enjoy. Um, uh, but for my ba- basement peeps, uh, go ahead and drop that. And three, two, one. When I say giving glory to God, I mean giving glory to God. You know what I'm saying? This test, this testimony service right here. You know what I'm saying? This is back row of the Ooh. church, first giving honor to God, who is the head of my life, <laughs> to the bishop, the church mother, the deacons. You know what I'm saying? Whether you got a pack of cigarettes in your shirt pocket or not, I'm over here like God did for real. Let me tell you what my God did. Took a nigga from LA and made him God's kid. Uh, God does exactly what he wants. So when he called me back in 96, he only did it once. He chose me, crucified the old me. Took me out of Cali from the valley where they grow me. Told him to mold me, make me what he wants. He made me someone better than I thought. Can't even front. I've been doing this for nearly 30 years. There's no one to compare me to. You don't know what he brought me through. I didn't just pop up on your feed out the blue. Man, I've been saying this, homie. Ain't nothing new. I'm controversial to a select few. My mouth is kind of spicy. Made the pot hard to chew. Can't spell influence without the word flu. So God sneezed on the algorithm. Then it blessed you. True. Cut it. Prophet, I- yeah. <laughs> That's it, fam. Y'all can't handle all that. I'm not. Y- y- y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do that, and we can't do it because <laughs> we don't want YouTube to demonetize the entire episode because we calibrated the track and didn't act like it was going. Yes, yes. I see the chat jumping. I oh see God. y'all jumping. See, I need lyricists in the chat right now. I don't need people in the chat. That don't listen to lyrics. <laughs> I need people in the chat that listen to lyrics, and that's what I see. So that's what I see right there. there. Hey, yo, Tim, chill. That's what I see right there. All of that just tells me that y'all really be paying attention to the lyrics, though. Yes. Yeah. I'm controversial to a select few. My mouth is kind of spicy, made the pod hard to chew. Woo! Can't spell influence without the word flu, so God sneezed on the algorithm. Then it blessed you. Woo! Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. Y'all gotta go listen to the whole thing. Y'all gotta go listen it's to the, the whole it's thing. On the B side now with click the click the shows button. It's right at the top. Yep. Oh, click the shows button on the B side and uh Yeah, absolutely. No, made made the pod. So so yeah, so um um I'm kinda I'm controversial to a select few. My mouth is kind of spicy, made the pod hard to chew. Can't spell influence without the word flu, so God sneezed on the algorithm. Then it blessed you. You don't even need to break that down. Yo, next line. True. Frost prophet I became because I put the word stripper right in front of my Lord's name. <laughs> then I'm blamed for defaming his name. Nobody was even checking that more people got saved. Woo! I'm going to leave it alone. Y'all got to go. Li- yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Can I can we tell listen it one more time? You want to, you want to. Because there's some people who have joined that didn't get it here. Maybe we should do it one more time. Okay. We're going to let y'all hear like the first. Th- this is what we call a producer's listen. You know what I mean? You only, you only let them hear 45 seconds to, thir- to 90 seconds because you ain't got time to be sitting through a bunch of songs, if especially. Yeah. So, um, all right. So him with it again. When I say giving glory to God, I mean giving glory to God. You know what I'm saying? This test, this testimony service right here. You know what I'm saying? This is back row of the church, first giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. <laughs> to the bishop, the church mother, the deacons. You know what I'm saying? Whether you got a pack of cigarettes in your shirt pocket or not, I'm over here like God did for real. Let me tell you what my God did. Took a nigga from LA and made him God's kid. Uh. God does exactly what he wants, so when he called me back in 96, he only did it once. He chose me, crucified the old me, took me out of Cali from the valley where they grow me, told him to mold me, make me what he wants. He made me someone better than I thought, can't even front. I've been doing this for nearly 30 years, there's no one to compare me to, you don't know what he brought me through. I didn't just pop up on your feet out the blue, man, I've been saying this, homie, ain't nothing new. I'm controversial to a select few. My mouth is kind of spicy, make the pot hard to chew. Can't spell influence without the word flu. So God sneeze on the algorithm, then it blessed you. Cut True. it. False prophet, I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, Tim Ross, please. Uh, when are we getting a full album? <laughs> uh, I don't know about no full album. Yeah. So, but anyway... Thank y'all. I appreciate it. It's just something I love to do, so there it is. I wanted to give that to y'all first. And, uh, yeah, B-Siders. It's in the underground. It's one of them underground poppers, you know what I'm saying? It's classic mixtape. You know, like, a rapper, like, and producers, one of the one of the biggest compliment you can pay to a producer is when you think their track is so dope that you have to jump on it. Like, that's one of the... That's one of the earliest things that's ever happened in hip hop is a track was made for this artist and that artist did their song and other artists in the community were like, that track is so fire. I got to I got to make a contribution to it. So shout out to Sean P producing it. Bro made it literally seem like Khaled asked me to come just do another verse. Like Khaled wanted a remix and wanted me on it. Like it sound some 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 mixtape sound like. Yeah, he just put the beat on and just rapped over it. Like, and it sounds that way. Like the the vocals are up here and the beat is down here, or the beat is way up here and the vocals is buried beneath it. This sounds like I. This sounds like Khaled flew me to Miami or something and was like, "Yo, Tim, I just want you to get on the track and bless it, fam." I don't even know if that's how he sounds, but 
shout out to DJ Khaled, bro. That 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 song is amazing, and thank you so much for um, putting God in people's mouth. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, just just raising a, a conscious awareness of it. You know what I mean? I think he's Muslim. I think, mm-hmm. um, but I love you, bro, and I, I appreciate you and your and your gifted and your talented. And uh, thank you. Uh, sweet. Okay. Well, that's it. Be side. <laughs> Gamer Dan season. Be side. Uh. Well, that's it. I'm so excited. Books out. Shoes out. Mixtape out. Whole lot of stuff out. Whole bunch of stuff out. Ain't putting it back in. It's out now. Nothing you can do about it now. Feathers right out of the pillow, sir. You're never going to get all them feathers back. It's windy outside. I bet you it's windy outside and it's cold. You're not getting those pill- You're not getting those feathers back. Those feathers are gone, partner. There's nothing you can do about it now. That accent, though. I'm, hey, listen. This accent comes uh, comes around every 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 episode or two, and just uh, yeah. All right, Gian Reyes. Um, uh, I got a work meeting. Just want to say I'm 21 years old with a girlfriend of three years. We both struggle um, with sexual purity, and we are now taking 90 days to take a physical break. It's hard, but we're committed to it. I'm giving it Come up to Mr. Now. Reyes. Come on now. Mr. Reyes, you are making a grown man decision. Y'all in your 20s, 21 years old, bro. You're a young man, and you're you're saying after being physically intimate with your uh, girlfriend that you are now abstaining. You you the real MVP today, homie. You the real MVP. And you didn't have to lay down $10 to do that, but I'm saluting you for doing so. Um, uh, thank you so much. I know you got to go to work, but you can you can come back on it. Uh, you can come back and see this uh, whenever, this response whenever. But let me say, let me say this to you, homie. Um, if you can make it 90 days, then you can make it nine months. Mm-hmm. And if you can make it nine months, you can make it to the altar. Because mm-hmm. I promise you, nine months from now, you will know if this is your wife or not. Mm-hmm. It don't take that long. It don't take that long to find out nothing. <laughs> People buy houses faster. Mm. Mm. I ain't lying. People buy cars faster. Mm. <laughs> People buy radios and televisions faster. Right? Everybody, no, I'm just waiting for the perfect time, and, you know, I'm still working some stuff out. It, you found a job faster than that. Stop playing. Come on now. You didn't put in all these applications and went on interviews and found out the place that you want to work. And you mean to tell me it's taking you five years to figure out if this is the person you that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Five years, fam? Five years. But y'all have, y'all have done everything. What, 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 what you waiting for? Mm. <laughs> what, what other revelation you think is about to happen? Mm. You done seen them with, the, with their clothes off. You done been in them. You done tasted them. You done, you done, done all wow. the things. <laughs> okay. You've lived with them. Okay. You've seen her without makeup. You've seen him without hair gel. What are we waiting for? Mm-hmm. Just chill, still trying to see if this is the one the Lord wants me to be with. You've already tasted and seen. <laughs> Stop playing. No, because some of y'all be out here. Y'all be out here. It, there's more than one way to uh, uh, use the Lord's name in vain. And the way some of y'all use the Lord's name in vain is by trying to uh, use his name 
to justify your procrastination and your fear of commitment. I don't want to hear nothing about God. I'm just still waiting on God's confirmation. <laughs> Take your penis out of her. Then maybe you can actually get a word and get some confirmation. Okay. Noah's gone. Yeah, Noah can leave. It's it's all good. <laughs> I get it. He knows who his daddy is. This is real talk. He's heard this since he was 10 years old. This ain't nothing new. But I'm I'm just saying. Like, and I'm and obviously I'm talking about people that have that that are saying that they they are born again believers in Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about people that are unsaved. It, it is absolutely fruitless to try to tell unbelievers to stop having sex. It is completely fruitless to try to tell unbelievers to stop sinning. We were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. You know what I was doing before I gave my life to Jesus Christ? Sinning actively with no conviction and no remorse. After I gave my life to Jesus, you know what started happening to me? I started sinning less. <laughs> I'm not sinless. The only person that's sinless is Jesus. But the moment you make a commitment to follow the Yeshua as your rabbi, as your savior and your Lord, you're not sinless, but you do start sinning less. Because the conviction of the Holy Spirit starts to be overwhelming, and you hate looking people that you love in the eye to keep telling them, I keep falling. For what reason? Oh, I just wanted to gratify my flesh. For what reason? Oh, I just felt depressed today. For what reason? Oh, I just was disappointed and I was having a pity party. And so you went back to smoking a blunt. You went back to getting drunk, waking up, can't remember the, the previous day. You went back to having pre uh, 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 promiscuous sex. You went back to having risky sex. Stop. Just stop. Stop. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're going to have to grow up at some point. Point blank period. That's why you press B and come down here. You don't come down here to hang around and keep holding on to pet sins and, and, and not making a decision to grow. That's not why you come down here. If that's the life you want to live, go straight up to the hundred flow and camp out, bring an air mattress. If you don't, if you don't have a point of reference to what I'm talking about, go all the way back to episode uh, number one on the B side app. And, and, and I give you the whole vision of uh, what the Lord gave me with the basement. And if you want to pick up something off of those silver chargers, whether it was on the bikini-clad women's side or the speedo-clad men's side, and you want to pick up one of them sin, those weights or those vices, knock yourself out, fam. But if you press B and come down here, I'm not asking you to be sinless if you come down here. I'm asking you to sin less. Mm. I'm asking you to start taking ownership for your behavior and stop making excuses and blaming other people for your own habitual sin. Yeah. Stuff that you refuse to be accountable for, stuff that you refuse to, to, to turn the lights on to, but you got a little crafty answer as to why you continue to do it. No, that's not going to happen down here. That's not how we love each other down here. Yeah. Love down here looks like accountability. Yeah. Yep. That's what it looks like down here. Yeah. Love down here sounds like calling your own foul. Mm -hmm. I did that, my bad. Mm -hmm. I own that. I decided not to take the way of escape. So if, if, if you're not ready to do that, don't press B. Don't buy that book. <laughs> don't call yourself a dweller. Don't wear these B-side shoes. <laughs> don't wear these B-side shoes and then, and then uh, 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 walk across the threshold of your girlfriend's apartment ready to fornicate. <laughs> not in these B-sides. 
You know what I'm saying? You put these on, consider yourself uh, having your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm. Consider it a part of your armor of God. But what you're not going to do is be out here with a vulnerability is my superpower sweater. <laughs> Smoking a pack of cigarettes. Mm. If that's where you are right now, cool. But like, let's not stay there. Mm. Like, let's move on. Right, because we're, we're 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 talking about symptoms and not roots, and so we want to get to the root of situations yep. and not just the fruit of situations. So, love from the base, Luis Espinosa, woo, from Tijuana, Mexico. What's up? Shout out, Luis, Luis. Gracias, gracias. Te amo mucho, mi hermano. Hey Tim. Hola. Sorry to cut you off. Cut him. Cut but me off. Qué quieres para? Qué quieres almorzar? ¿Qué quieres comer para sí. el almuerzo? Ok, sí, sí, sí. Um, entiendo. Um, sí. Uh, me gustaría... Uh, me gustaría... Uh, uh, seven Mile. Um, I want the... Uh, I want the acai bowl. The monkey bowl. Uh, no bananas. Extra granola, mm -hmm. and then tell them to put like four, four scoops of almonds in there. You got it. Like the almonds that would be on the um, oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Tell them to put it in there. Okay, you got it. Did did, did Abby? Nope. Okay, so we're just gonna get it old school. Okay, got it. Awesome. Thank you. C can that? Can you modify that and and put that in there? Can like can you put it in like that? I will check. If not, I'll call. Okay, done deal. Gracias. Yes. Um, yes, Hector knows Spanish, Diamond. That would be really weird if he didn't. <laughs> he says he doesn't, but he's lying. Big lying. Yeah, monkey bowl with no bananas. You got it. Uh, Taylor uh, Policino wants to know, and this is a controversial uh, topic, is masturbation a sin even without porn? Uh, my answer to that, Taylor, which a lot of people do not like, um, and so you may not like it as well, is I don't know. I I don't have enough scripture that lets me know that. Uh, what I know is that um, uh, to lust after a person is sinful, and um, the Bible's clear on that. And so uh, if if you were looking at pornography and masturbating, it says you might as well be committing adultery. That's what that's that's what Jesus Jesus took it there. Right. Not just to do the act, but the thought of the act. But when you talk about masturbation, aside from pornography, um, the Bible's just the Bible's not loud on that. Mm -hmm. It's it's it, it's I don't have enough. Now, there's some people that have some convictions around it. I don't. I don't know what informs those convictions, but when I look at Scripture, Scripture does not give me enough to tell me that masturbation is a sin out, uh, without looking at pornography. Um, now, we can get into all kind of other stuff when it comes to the, se the, the self-exploration of one's body. Uh, and uh, at what point does that uh, become addictive or uh, an addictive pattern like anything else? Um but in terms of uh, the question that you asked, the way that you asked it, I'm, I'm leaving it right there. 
So I don't even know if I've answered your question, but I've given you the best answer that I could give you. That's good. Uh, right now. Uh, Salamander's asking the same kind of question. Uh, if I'm thinking about my wife, is it lust? Um, if you're only thinking about your wife, oh, I mean, your wife is your wife. I don't think it's lustful. That's the first question I asked the Lord when I looked at Juliet. He, the first time I looked at Juliet, the first thought I had was, this girl is the finest girl I've ever seen in my life. And, 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 and then I felt like the Holy Spirit said, that's your wife. And then my next question to him was, so I can keep looking at her then. <laughs> I, I literally asked him that. Like, so can I keep looking? Is this, this not lust, right? Because she fine. Like, she's super fine. And I still feel that way about her. I see my wife and I'm like, yeesha. <laughs> I'm dead serious about that. Um, um, Brandon Elliott, Tim, I've followed you for some time now, and I can truly say from the bottom of my heart, you are a blessing from the Lord to a lost world. I pray he continues to keep blessing you and your family. Thank you for the encouragement, Brandon. <sighs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. A uh, uh, girl named EJ. Uh, go back up. Uh, hi, everyone. I have a question. I'm struggling with lust. Uh, I have taken drastic measures, guide my eyes, guard my eyes and my, and my heart. And, and I'm still struggling. Absolutely. Girl named EJ. And here's why. Because you just started, sweetheart. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some grace. Um, uh, I, if you're struggling with it, it's, it, listen, anything you struggle with um, is going to be just like. It, it's not a struggle if it don't feel like one, mm. right? I don't struggle with, you know, being tempted to eat calamari when I go to a seafood restaurant. For one reason or one reason only, I don't like calamari. <laughs> so I'm only going to struggle with something that I actually have a desire for or that I've had a previous experience with. Uh, I haven't had a, a previous experience with calamari. I have no desire to eat it. And so therefore, it's never going to be a struggle for me. But if you talking about some barramundi <laughs> and scripture says I can't have it, it's going to be a struggle. Even if I guard my eyes and guard my ears and guard it, my taste buds. It's going to be a struggle because I like it a lot. I love crispy skin bear Monday. Shout out to Australia, the best bear Monday in the world. Um, so I just want to encourage you, if you're just now starting to uh, put these measures in place, you will be struggling because right now your flesh is dying and your flesh wants to live. It does not want to die. And so it's going to literally, literally die hard. It's not going to die easy. It's going to die hard. So please, please, please give yourself some grace. Do not give up. Do not give in. The urge is going to feel very, very intense. But I'm telling you, 45 days from now, which sounds like a long time, which is why I just want you to stack one day on top of the other. 45 days from now, it will not feel that strong. And here's why. It will start to starve. Whatever you don't feed starves. And if you, if you were to, if you were to stop eating today for seven days straight, liquid only, I can guarantee you between the day five and seven, your energy is going to go down and your strength is going to go down. 
Why? Because you're 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 denying your flesh and your body a certain rhythm of calories, a certain rhythm of nutrients, and it's going to become weak because your our bodies need protein and our bodies need carbs and all that kind of stuff. Um so uh I just want to encourage you that um whatever you starve will get weak. And the weaker it gets, the stronger you get to saying no. When you start saying no at first, it feels like death. Yeah. But two months from now, you say no, and it's just like, mm. my my body's going to always ask for the stuff that I used to give it when I was a kid. It's just not loud anymore. it just be like, help. Wheezing. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> Would you please look? Go to the explore page and <laughs> find some breast. <laughs> I'm dying. Out here. <laughs> I'm dying. Out here. Breast. Booty. <laughs> find, find the booty. <laughs> Twerk videos, please. <laughs> Give me one twerk video, no bunnies. <laughs> Go watch Tip Drill by Ludacris. <laughs> Just for old times' sake, you remember BT Uncut. <laughs> BBL. I know good and well that my audio files are dying right now. I know, I know y'all hate it. That was a cringe portion. If you're just a listener... On Spotify or iTunes, I know you hated that just now. You hated every second of it, and there's no way to get around it unless you fast forward. <laughs> Walking Dead, Tim unlocked. I'm <laughs> dead. So Y'all are wild. That voice, yeah. Uh, not. It's just me saying hi, everyone. Apologies for my tardiness. <laughs> You're so kind. This is not class, though. You didn't have to come here on time. You don't have to apologize. Some of y'all know BET Uncut. Stop playing. Don't act like it. Stop. Stop. I'm not gonna. Y'all not gonna get me. Y'all not gonna act like. Y'all gonna. Yeah. Don't, don't act like y'all don't know. Y'all be knowing. Um. So anyway, I just need you to. Oh. Oh. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh. Would you go get my Bible? It's. It's in my. Um. It's in my backpack. In. In my. Uh. Bedroom closet. Bible drop. Bible drop incoming. Cause I want to give y'all some encouragement, man. Because a lot of times. A lot of times people get discouraged because they think I'm not walking in freedom if I'm tempted. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what people honestly think. I'm not, you know, I need to die some more because I'm not, I'm, I'm not dead in this area because I'm still tempted. Man, please. If, as, as, you're, ama you're amazing. If you're alive, you're going to be tempted. That's not going nowhere. Like there's not going to be a point in your life where you're not going to be tempted. Like get over that. There, a uh, great story told uh, once by um, by this guy who said that uh, he went to go ask a guy. I think he was in his late seventies, early eighties, pastor, and he and he went to him and, and and sincerely, it was a younger man going to this older man, right, septuagenarian, octogenarian, right around that decade, and he goes, "Hey, I just want to ask a sincere question. I'm a young man. I'm trying to struggle." I, I, I'm struggling with my flesh, and I, I want to overcome and, and, and be free. When did you start experiencing freedom in this area and, and really have 
um, uh, uh, victory. And the old man said, you're going to have to ask somebody older than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories. Don't think because you get old, you, your, your flesh is dead. Your flesh is just old. It ain't dead. <laughs> All right. I'm about to hit y'all with that good, good. Y'all not ready, though. All right. So this is Romans 8. I'm going to start at the first verse, and, and I'm going I'm, I'm to go through this certain part because I need y'all to, to get this. I need y'all to have Bible for this. That way you won't be shocked at what your flesh is doing to you, okay? So this is Romans chapter number 8, starting at the first verse. So therefore, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have, and in that body declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. Listen closely. Verse number five. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. Now, let's slow down. If you're dominated by your sinful nature, it means you are constantly thinking about sinful things. Mm. So whatever you think about is what's going to dominate you. Mm -hmm. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Verse number seven and number eight stand as a huge, huge testament and reminder. And this is what I wanted y'all to have, but I had to give you context to it first. Verses seven and eight. This is for anybody struggling with their flesh. Please be reminded of Romans Chapter 8, verses 7 and 8. Y'all ready? I'm reading from the NLT. Here we go. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. Not sometimes. Always. It is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. I'm going to read verse 7 again because I need y'all. Y'all need to let that marinate. Verse number 7 says, for the sinful nature is always hostile towards God. Not sometimes. Always. It's always hostile. I don't care if you go on a fast for 40 days and, and angels tickled your feet while you were asleep. You know what's going to happen when you wake up in the morning? Your sinful nature is going to be like, you, you trying to get it in or not? <laughs> that, that's just that's just the way the sinful nature acts so the sinful nature is always hostile to god it never did obey god's laws and it never will <laughs> so you can't fast enough you can't pray enough you can't read your bible enough mm. you can't go to church long enough you can go to an all-night prayer vigil you can go to a, a, a lock-in you can do all that kind of stuff and guess what's gonna happen when you come out mm. Your flesh is still going to be like, you let me get an inch and I'll take a mile. Hey, that Sunday service was dope. Y'all ready to, uh, but are you down? 
Your sinful nature don't care nothing about you going to church. Your sinful nature doesn't care anything about your prayer life. So the only way around it is to starve it. Because it ain't going nowhere. So you just can't feed it. And you can't be dominated by these thoughts. When you're still struggling, it's because your mind still wants to dwell on all that stuff. And, and that's whatever your vice is. All of our vices are different. Some of us struggle with anger. We've never struggled with porn. We've never struggled with masturbation. Not everybody has no sexual trauma story. Some people just got daddy issues and and they're, uh, uh, they went through violence in the home and they went through physical abuse. Everybody, we don't all have the same stuff, but we all got the same Bible. And we all have the same reality. We were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. And you giving your life to Jesus, based on the depth of sin that you came out of, you're going to need that same depth in the spirit to be able to counteract that. You can't come out of deep sin and have a light devotion to God. Mm -hmm. At the depth of your sin, you better find the depth of your devotion to God. Mm. You come out of deep sin, you better have a deep devotional life. You better be on a short leash. The deeper in sin that you were, the less links you get to have in your chain. Mm -hmm. I've, talk, I've told y'all before, I'm a dog on a leash. It ain't that I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it a buck with y'all. It ain't that I'm not no dog. I'm just a dog on a leash. So you got to... You gotta, the reality of, of, of what we deal with in Scripture, I'm trying to give y'all cheat codes to life. I'm not, I'm not trying to give y'all cute sermons that, that are anecdotes that, that'll last for 48 hours. And that's not what we're doing here. Like, stop. Not what we're doing here. I want you to be encouraged when you go to church on Sundays, and I want you to be uplifted. When I preach on the weekends, I want people to be uplifted. But when, I, when we here in the basement, I'm trying to give y'all cheat codes to life. How do I practically walk this out? Because after all of that hooping and all of that hollering and that praise break, which I'm, I'm real Pentecostal, so I'll, I'll, I will do a lap in a church in a minute. I, it is not beyond me to do it. I've done it before. I will do it again. But at the end of the day, when I wake up on Monday, I better have some disciplines in place. Because mm -hmm. I can't praise dance my way through a struggle with pornography. Stop. So there's that. Uh, what are we doing? Who else are we talking about? Can we talk above reproach? Because that part, when does a person become that? A person becomes above reproach. Uh, I don't think a person become, can become above reproach by themselves. You can only do that in, uh, in community with accountability. Uh, being above reproach is not something that, that you just walk out personally it's something that other people experience when they're around you. My wife knows my character. My kids, my sons know my character. I try to be a man, and both of my boys are right here. I try to be a man that if I say it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. and, if I, and if I say it and I don't do it, I do try to come back and say, that's my bad. I thought I said I was going to do it, and I, I didn't get to do that. Even on, in our devotion time. Huh? We call our own fouls here. Point blank period. We call our own fouls here. So um, 
that's our life. That's how we live. And um, uh, above reproach, and, and, and we, we were in Psalm 101 last week. I will live my life. Uh, I will search for faithful companions. Oh, above reproach. Appro reproach was actually used there. And my brain's going, I have the whole thing memorized, but sometimes your brain locks up. Uh, Psalm 101. Reproach is in here. Or was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. I knew it. Uh, verse number six. I will search for faithful companion. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those above reproach will be allowed to serve me. So the writer is saying that I can see when a person is living a life that is above reproach because I interact with them, their lives are open before me. Based on their level of uh, honesty, openness, and transparency, I'm able to see, hear, and know how to navigate and assess this person's uh, personal character and integrity. Uh, Tamara Barron. Uh, hello, my name is Tamara I just recently found out my husband was doing evil things to make me feel upset with the people around me. I've, I have the divorce papers because there's a lot more, but he hasn't changed, and he said he's not going to change. Mm. I've been trying for a whole year. Should I keep trying if he doesn't want to change? Nope. Ooh. You absolutely should not. And we don't use divorce as a threat. If this man has told you he is not going to change he has actually broken the vow he made to you at the altar let me tell you what's crazy about the way these jokers have amnesia with these vows oh Kojic handbook let me see Introduction, okay. Marriage vows. The man, blank, man. Do you take this woman to be your wedded wife? And do you earnestly promise before God and these witnesses that you will love her, comfort her, honor her? Telling a man, telling a woman you ain't going to change, that's not honoring. You will honor her and uh, uh, yeah, you will honor her and keep her in sickness and in health and that forsaking all others for her alone, you will perform unto her all the respect that a husband owes to his wife until God by death shall separate you. He already he broke this already. He broke it. Like he broke it in half. By telling you he ain't going to change. Like when you've told him, this is how I'm experiencing you. <laughs> and his response is, I'm not going to change. That's what I'm reading. He said he's not going to change. And you've been trying for a whole year? No, you don't try. Mm -mm. You've already done what you were supposed to do. And if you brought it to your attention, he's ignoring it. He's literally ignoring himself by ignoring you. Ooh. It's just wild to me that that vow can be that snapped 
because here and here's the thing: you can't make him change. Um, God doesn't make us change. Mm. That's an act of submission. Wow. wow. You can't make nobody change. Let's let's slow roast this, shall we? <laughs> Yes, sir. Two things. Okay, hold on, real quick. Uh, um, Ephesians chapter number five. <sighs> Ephesians, um, there's so much in here. And this, this is where men start wiggling and running, <laughs> husbands. Uh, and further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I, I mean, I haven't even, I haven't even got to the, the part I need to get to yet. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. This is what Paul tells men and women, not just one way. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church, and the church submits to Christ. So you wives, must, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. It sounds like the the women got like a bad rap here because especially the way most of it's preached, right? Like, oh my goodness, the the, the wife has to submit. I'm not submitting to no man, blah, 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 blah. Y'all act like y'all got it hard. It's just been preached wrong. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. A man that can't love you doesn't love himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. All right. So here we go. Nuclear bomb in three, two, one. The reason why your husband's telling you that he doesn't want to change is because he doesn't want to die. According to scripture, a man that does not want to die for his wife doesn't love her. We've made it sound like submission. These women need to submit. Why, why, why would we want all these wives to submit to men that ain't dead, that haven't gotten across and died? What are we asking them? Like, for real, what are we asking women to do? Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot, and there's a lot of guys that wind up seeing uh, some of the clips that we get on, uh, that, that we put on uh, Instagram. You always going hard on the men, but you don't, you don't be talking about the way these women act. I'm going hard on the men because Scripture goes hard on the men. 
I'm not saying that there's some women out here that don't know how to honor a man that's crucifying himself. There are some women out here like that. But the, ma- the vast majority? You mean to tell me that I'm not going to honor a person that's going to lay down their life for me? I worship Jesus because of that. Mm. You telling me your wife ain't going to do it? She sees you bleeding out and then she's still going to be like, yeah, I don't care. I'm still going to be out here hoeing. It's just not the case for most women. But what you see, what you see in Scripture and what we see with this man saying, I will not change, I hear it on a deeper level spiritually as a believer in Jesus. I don't feel like dying for you. Notice who else said that in his actions, not his words? Adam. Adam was supposed to die for Eve, not with her. This is why Christ is called the second man, Adam. Why? He had to come do what the first man, Adam, didn't. (laughs) Adam died with his bride. Second man, Adam, dies for his bride. That's the order. So we we, got to teach men that they are the head of their wives. That does not mean that they dominate their wives. It does not mean that they lord over their wives. In the same way, we are the body of Christ, but Jesus is the head. Yeshua is the head. We are the body. It's one body. We're not decapitating Christ from his body. So he can't be head. He can't be bodiless, nor can the body decapitate its head and be headless. It's not Ichabod Crane running around here. So I just need all the men to notice. It's hard being a man. Is. And we do hard things. What what is the what the man was put here first? What do you want? What do you want? Okay. I'ma just let that marinate because it's it's evident that some of y'all do not and by some of y'all I mean men, uh some of you guys just don't understand what it means to die. And I get it. Maybe you didn't have a father. I get it. Maybe you didn't have a good role model. But, man, read the book mm-hmm. and stop making excuses. You got to die for your bride, fam. Yep. And you know when you know when you dying? When it feels like you dying. Because mm-hmm. that's what death is. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying out here, fam. Okay, you're doing it right. Yep. I feel like I'm dying, man. Ooh, I- Ooh, I'm not raising my voice with my wife. Ooh, she's getting on my nerves. I want to tell her. Ooh. Okay, you're doing it right. You're dying. That's what you're supposed to do. And the quicker you die, the quicker you can get raised up, resurrected, and live as a new creation that you're supposed to be in Christ. <sighs> so that's that. Kevin Robinson, hard pill to swallow. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. All right. Uh... Who is this? Uh, not sure on the name. So Elena? Uh, Looks like Elena. Laura. Laura? Okay, Laura. Okay. Hi, Tim. As a Christian, how do I navigate a transgender child 
that was born female but now identifies as a male. She refuses to have a relationship with me because I don't recognize her as my son and call her by her new name and use the pronouns he, him. She grew up in the church and knows what my beliefs are, but she, but she refuses to have anything to do with me. As a result, we have been estranged for a year. First, Laura, that's hard. Before we get to your child, this is just hard for you. And I would really like to keep it with you because your child has made um, the decision that uh, she wants to make. Mm. But you carried this this person in your womb. And you've ba- you gave birth to a daughter who has grown up and now wants to identify as a man. And I cannot imagine the relational strain, the emotional drain um, that has had on you. I really can't. I'm an empath and I have a hard time um, registering that. That that has to, that it sounds painful and I just hate um, that you're disconnected from your child in this way. Yeah. Um, and we love people where they are. Um, and, and this is a very difficult, uh, thing to do, uh, especially in this type of scenario, uh, because the feelings are so strong, uh, and the mindset is so strong. Um, that can be a difficult thing to live out, act out, walk out. Um, perhaps you and your child need to have a, a different conversation. Um, one that's not around ex- the accepting of pronouns and lifestyles. Maybe it's one that's just around, this is my child, and I love my child. Like, I I, I can't call my child he or him. I can call my child my child. (laughs) Right? When you're in my presence, you're my child. And um, I can meet you there to have integrity within my own heart, I can meet you there. You are my child. You're my baby forever. (laughs) In my mind, I'm going to always see you as my daughter. You see yourself as my son. And guess what? You are my child forever. Also, your tone came down, especially the way you communicate in such a sensitive topic. Yeah. Your whole tone and your cadence relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Can we respect that we disagree Mm -hmm. on how we view each other? Or how you think I should view you. Can you accept that based on my belief in in Yeshua Mm -hmm. and his teachings, there's only one way that I can see you. Right. Can you respect that? Mm -hmm. I'll respect you where you are. And here's where I can meet you. Yeah. You are my child. Yeah. You are my baby forever. I don't care how old you get. You are my baby. I, I won't be able to call you son, yeah. but I can call you my baby forever. That's good. I can call you my child forever. Mm. If you want to know 
which pronouns I'll be operating with or which words. These are the words that feel comfortable for me that allow me to still be honest with myself and faithful to what I believe. Would you be against me calling you my child, my baby? Can I just refer to you as that? Because I still want a relationship with you because I love you. And I don't want it to be about your pronouns. I, I can't do that. For these reasons, this is my faith. You believe in what you believe as strongly as you believe it, and I want you, 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 get, you get to have that choice, baby. Right. Baby, you get to have that choice. Yeah. I just want you to, I just want you to respect mommy's choice as well. I don't hate you. I love you. It's tearing me apart that we can't have a relationship. But if, you, if you're demanding that I meet you here, mm. we're at an impasse. Mm. My relationship with you is more important than what I call you. To. Right. Are you are, would it be impossible to have us, for us to have a relationship based on the fact that you're my child mm. and not whether you're a boy or girl? That's where I am with it. So I don't know how that feels to you, um, but man, that felt sweet to me. I hope that works for you. I hope that works for you. I hope that works. I hope God will soften your child's heart. (laughs) I even want to be respectful. Mm -hmm. Let's just respect each other. Yes. If we disagree, let's do it respectfully. I want to hear you all the way out. But then you got to hear me all the way out, too. Yeah. Like that's if we're going to disagree, let's disagree because you got everything out you wanted to say. And then let's disagree because you heard me out on everything I had to say and not cut me off at the point that you no longer wanted to hear it. Mm -hmm. I I think I think we we don't know how to disagree with each other in 2023. Let's let's. Let's have a disagreement based on a, a, a fuller conversation. You, you don't like my stance on, theologically on certain things? Let's have a full discussion on it. Not because you heard a 90-second clip. Give me that. Right? Fly here, sit on my couch, and disagree with me in person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll get you a first-class ticket to come sit on my couch, and you can disagree with me to my face. Don't do a reaction video. How about that? How about you? How about you quit that? <laughs> because if you kept it a theological issue and not my name, you wouldn't get that many views. Woo. So let's do that. Let's try that. Let's experiment with that. If you if you feel like it. Uh, it seems initially counterintuitive that you have to die or kill things that are on the surface, that on the surface bring uh, gratification. Can you further explain the liberation that comes from f- killing the flesh? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely, I can. <laughs> are you kidding me? I live this life, fam. Amate. Otutea. Otutea. It's a beautiful name. Good Lord, it's a gorgeous name. Um, I think he's in Canada. Amate. I hope I'm saying that right. Um... It is counterintuitive, right? But so is the whole kingdom. To live is Christ and to die is gain. It's counterintuitive, right? The way up is down. 
in the kingdom of God. It's counterintuitive. The way to live is to die. It's counterintuitive. <laughs> the way to get is to give. Yeah. It's counterintuitive. <laughs> and so um, the, the, the liberation and the freedom is when I deny myself the things that God has commanded, please understand, if it were not for his commandments, I would not be doing this. <laughs> If there was no law against it, I would not even be trying remotely to do this. I people don't understand if you if you if you we think if if we're submitted to God that we're always happy about the things that he tells us to submit to. That's cap. That's actually cap. Do you know how many uh believers would be polygamous if it was biblical? <laughs> You're my one and only. Because he says so. You know how many people wouldn't be sober? <laughs> if it wasn't biblical? Right. You know how many people would keep their tithe? If tithing wasn't biblical, you know how many people would lie? Conveniently. If lying wasn't a sin? Like, so, so, so if you ask me where, where my liberation is, my liberation is in my, the presence of my father who gave the commandment. Mm. That's where my freedom is. I'm denying myself because my creator understand something about the laws of this life that are above me. Mm. And I'm at the point where I'm not a blind follower. I'm just submitted to a sovereign king. And in his sovereignty, he can tell me to do whatever the hell he wants me to do, and I'm going to do it. Bottom line. <laughs> That's it. That's just it. I have a rabbi, fam. I don't just have a savior. I don't, have a, I don't just simply have a rescuer. I have a Lord. Mm. He is the Lord of my life. And we don't understand that in a, in, a, in, a, in a country that has a democracy. But if you grew up in a country that had a king or that was considered a kingdom, the king makes decrees and commands, and those decrees and commands Go for everybody in the king's domain, the kingdom, the king's domain. And if you have that, that's what you have to submit to. Now, there's a lot of people that read the Bible and they're like, you know what? I don't want it to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to say that. They go, they start going, uh, you know what? Nope, I get to have more than one woman because Jacob had more than one woman. But... But Genesis 2 isn't loud to you? Mm -hmm. Jesus saying from the beginning, he gave one man, one woman? That's not loud to you? And then Paul follows it up and Peter follows it up and that ain't loud to you? <laughs> Be the husband of one wife? That's not loud to you. 
and you're going to take the brokenness of humanity that we see all uh, displayed throughout the Bible, and you're going to take their lead and how you're going to govern your life and not the author of the Bible? Just because he aired out everybody's dirty laundry and let everybody see it doesn't mean that we're supposed to do what they did. I'm going to dance naked because David did. <laughs> Put your booty up. Get off Instagram Live. Stop playing. Are you also going to kill one of your homeboys and take his wife? Uh, Lee Ann Roth, uh, Tim, I feel stuck out of the canopy of the Holy Spirit to start a relationship with someone I've loved for 10 years. How do I get back in when I feel like I've been locked out? I'm not even, I'm not sure I understand the question. I feel stuck out of the canopy of the Holy Spirit. I feel like I snuck out. Why did I? Oh, why did it say did it did it change in front of my face? Did it get edited? Maybe. I thought I was seeing I thought I <laughs> did it always say always say snuck? Okay, maybe I read it wrong. Tim, I feel like I snuck out of the canopy of the Holy Spirit to start a relationship with someone I've loved for 10 years. How do I get back in when I feel like I've been locked out? Dump the dude. <laughs> Dump him. <laughs> If you snuck out to start this relationship and you feel and you feel locked out, cut that relationship off mm. and get back in. It's that easy. <laughs> and it's that hard. Yeah. It's easier said than done. But I, I just want to give it to you. Like, I want to keep it a buck. If you snuck out of the canopy of the Holy Spirit to start this relationship with somebody you've been in love with, now you in it and you feel locked out. He ain't he ain't it, Lee and he ain't, he clearly ain't it. So it might, it might take some time to unwind. I don't know how deep into this relationship you are in. Um, but I, I'm not risking my relationship with the Holy Spirit for no person. Yep. Not even Juliet. And that's my girl. If it come down to the Holy Spirit of Juliet, I will cry a river of tears. And bounce. <laughs> so just so just so y'all know where my allegiance lies. <laughs> and Juliet ain't about to do nothing that's gonna put me in that type of situation, but I'm just saying. Um and the and, and if you want to know why uh our relationship has been successful, it's been both Juliet and I have done massive amounts of dying, both of us, uh, to be with each other for twenty five years overall and be married for twenty four years. Uh, but Juliet will tell you as her husband and as the head of her, because I'm not the head of this household, I'm the head of Juliet, uh, as her husband, Juliet will tell you in a heartbeat, I will die in a minute. If I, whether I die easy or die hard, she knows for a fact, I will die in a minute. Have died, will continue to die. And that's my relationship. That's why my relationship is bomb. All right, we're answering this by Adied. Uh, Dear Pastor Tim, don't call me Pastor. I love you, Adiel. Don't call me Pastor. <laughs> but I get it, though. But Tim is fine. I promise you. My mama named me Tim, so Tim is fine. 
My name is Ariel, and I'm a 24-year-old girl from the Caribbean, or the Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it. I have never dated. I am a virgin, and I struggle with loneliness because I am not in a relationship while my peers are in relationships or getting married. Understood? I also have strong sexual desires, however, not for anyone in particular, and I do not watch porn. I would like to know, how do I fight the feelings of loneliness and anxiety? Is it sinful for me to have these sexual desires? Absolutely not. Uh, since I am not married, absolutely not. And how do I get rid of it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been praying about it for the past year, but sometimes it feels futile. Oh, my goodness. It's so sweet. I love this. So, Ari- Ariel, thank you so much for your, for your for being hot with us. I appreciate the gift of your vulnerability. You're 24-year-olds. Keep, keep that up for me. You're 24 years old. Um, you've never dated. You're a virgin. Yay, you. And... You struggle with loneliness. Yes, you do, because you want to be in a relationship. You want to be um, married, and I get it. Absolutely. Um, you have strong sexual desires. Ariel, can I just tell you something? I want to look dead in the camera and tell you this, because I want you to be encouraged. You have strong sexual desires because that's the way God created you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're not dirty. There's nothing wrong with you. It just means your body works correctly. We are sexual beings. And you're finding out that your sexual desires are strong. Some people's sexual desires are mid. (laughs) Some people's sexual desires are low. You have strong sexual desires. Yay, you. You found that out. You know it now. Um, And I will say that when, uh, for those of us that have strong sexual desires, being single and waiting uh is is more intense for us than people that have lower sexual desires. There are some people that are like, I can kind of take it or leave it. If I get married and I start having sex, cool. But if not, I'm just going to be single and free and I'm good. God bless those people. Uh, but for the rest of us, <laughs> uh, when, we, when we have strong sexual desires and we can't act upon them because we know what Scripture says, uh, we're in a different, we, we, we have to govern ourselves a little bit differently. Here's what it, so so no, sweetheart, you're sinful. Uh, uh, um, is it sinful for me to have these sexual desires? Absolutely not. How do I get rid of it? You don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> you do not want to get rid of it. And Juliana, yep. I'm putting you on the spot. Yep, <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot because you actually spoke to this um, a few months ago. Yep. So would you encourage her? Yeah. Absolutely. First of all, Ariel, you're not the only woman ever. Um, there actually at our live event, there was a woman that came up to actually that came up to me and said that they've been freed from that episode because the church doesn't do a good job talking about how women struggle with having high, a high sex drive. So I just want to encourage you that you're not the only woman to ever uh, experience that. And what really like unlocked it for me was what you said to him because for so for so long I was trying to get rid of it but when you said look at it as a gift mm. like it changed my perspective so Ariel look at it as a gift and ask the Holy Spirit to help you steward that mm. like for me when I get this like moment of heat I go on a walk or I have to call my best friend or my sister because it's it's it I'm tempted to masturbate but as soon as I feel that like you have to fight the urge and like make sure that you're not alone i'll go out in the living room to make where my roommates are at so i know i can't do anything and then i call my sister or whoever so just listen to the holy spirit he'll give you guidelines that work for you mm-hmm. and yeah you're not alone 
and you're not gross, you're not nasty, it's normal. Yeah, and your true, future yes. husband is going to love you, girl, <laughs> for that. So don't get rid of it. Yes. Steward it. Oh, my gosh. The best answer that could ever have been given. Oh, I'm so glad I shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Juliana. I appreciate your Thank vulnerability. You oh, absolutely. Thank you for your encouragement. That's so dope. Oh, that's so dope. So I hope you feel encouraged, Ariel. You are not alone. Sing it. Huli is in heat with you. <laughs> Though you have no mates, don't masturbate. You are not alone. Yeah, yeah. My you will have a bone. <laughs> when you get married, hurry to his throne. Oy. You are not alone. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's ever heard that side. <laughs> nobody's heard that remix before. I love y'all. Okay, uh, Keith, uh, I just want to say I love you guys. The Dweller community community has blessed my life so much financially, mentally, spiritually, and even physically. Y'all have been a blessing. We supporting y'all down here in Louisiana. You heard me? <laughs> yeah, I love you, bro. Thank you so much, Keith. Oh, it's so encouraging. Y'all are y'all are amazing people. Y'all are amazing people. I love you guys so much. Mm, too easy. Too easy. <laughs> that remix will never be on the B-side app. <laughs> uh, that, that remix will be on the B-side app. Never. They put in all caps. That's really, really funny. Uh, cool. Uh, what would you say for people who have low or no sexual desire but still want to be in a relationship? Great. Yeah, you should be in a relationship, and you should be very, very forthright with that person. I, I just think it's a great conversation to have um, uh, when you when you get into a relationship and you feel like it's going towards marriage. It's a conversation that you need to have. I remember, you know, Juliet and I got married young. I was 23, and she was 20. Um uh, and I, I asked my wife, like, where do you feel like you are sexually high, low, mid? And she was like, I'm a virgin. I don't know. Mm. And I'm like, cool. What do you think about it? Like, does it cross your mind? Or are you kind of like, take it or leave it? And she was like, no, I'm, I think I'll be good. And I was like, okay. And then we got married and I'm like, I'm blessed in the city. <laughs> I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I come and when I go. So, yeah, I'm 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 blessed in that area. Scroll back up. Thought I saw something about Carlton Pearson. Keep going. I thought I saw something about Carlton. Maybe I didn't. I think you might have. It it definitely there was a comment where somebody had. Uh, oh, right here. Boom. I see it right here from Nathan. Okay, question. Boom. How does the church honor Carlton Pearson and his contribution to the body yet still be honest about the trouble in his theological position? I want to hold the tension and not disrespect. Nathan, it's a great question that yeah. you asked. Um, uh, I, I think you answered the question in your question. How does the church honor Carlton Pearson and his contribution to the body yet still be honest? We do both. Yep. We can honor and we can be honest. Yes. Right? Carlton Pearson had um, an incredible impact on classical Pentecostalism in America. And, not but, and he chose a theological distinctive that 
no one uh, in um, no one being um, theologically faithful to Scripture could support. It's not either or. It's just both and. And so um, I don't think where I don't think his departure into universalism uh, in any way diminishes the impact that he had on Pentecostal Pentecostal uh, Christianity in America. It hurt him because he departed from what we hold true and what he faithfully held true for years and years and years. Uh, but he departed from it. I did not go with him. So I can hold the tension of those two and in his death celebrate the contributions that he made without even having to bring up the other the other stuff because I, I didn't go there with him. So I hope that helps. Uh, Nathan said, thank you for answering. Thank you for your grace answering the question. I thought you'd get mad. Not at the, man. I'm, it is very, very hard to to get me upset about something. I can get riled up and passionate about stuff. Y'all have heard me get riled up and passionate about stuff. But I don't get mad. It, it's a question, man. Uh, Terrence, I loved your post honoring him on Instagram. Thank you so much. Man, Carlton blessed my life, bro. He blessed my life. So I love him. I love him. He was a good man. He really was a good man. He just... He he embraced a theological distinctive that was... It's, can't support it it's just can't support it not if you're going to be faithful to scripture if you're going to say that the scriptures are not no longer the scriptures then you, we could we could support a whole lot out here we we can go ham on and, and do cartwheels and support all kind of people so Tiffany Thompson, I love the music ministry today. <laughs> I'm not sure I do. Um, scroll up. I saw something about Kojic. Right there. Question, how do you feel when black preachers talk derogatory about LGBT across the pulpit and try to spiritualize it? Um, here we go. Let me sit up. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's very, very uh, disingenuine uh, for uh, the majority of black preachers. I can't speak for all. Um, but I will say this, even as it relates to the Church of God in Christ, um, without mentioning the person that you mentioned, I will say it's incredibly disingenuous to me that black preachers would talk derogatory about the LGBT community when the vast majority of the songs that they sing were written by gay people on the DL. When you have preachers that are on the DL within the organization. When you have psalmists that are gay and lesbian. I'm talking slow and I'm leaving space and air. <laughs> because um, I honestly believe it is very, very hypocritical of how hard we preach against it, knowing it's in your pulpit, 
knowing it is in your now, if you're saying you're preaching against it because you recognize that you got people within your organization that are doing it, that's one thing. I got scripture for that. But when you're talking about a whole community, once again, people, can we stop trying to preach to people that have never said that they want to follow Jesus? Mm. <laughs> Calling to someone born into the state of sin a sinner is the biggest no-duh captain obvious statement that you can ever make <laughs> you're a sinner of course i was i was born in sin well do you expect me to do but as i always say are you are are, are y'all uh being that loud against all the heterosexual sex that's happening in your church right. when your when your convert when your convocation is basically just a covert freak neek <laughs> let's not act like all them white dresses are staying down Some of y'all bishops is knocking down the secretary. And your wife got on a big old church hat, not because it's fashionable. She's trying to cover her face because she can't even say amen to your service. <laughs> so I'm just saying, stop doing all that. How about that? Mm. So if you're going to preach against sin and you're going to preach against LGBT, come against these heterosexuals in your church, too. Come against all these. Go, go get the evangelist giving head. Go get them. Say something about them. Tell them to watch their mouth. <laughs> Let the meditation of their heart and the words of their mouth be acceptable. How about that? So that's my answer. <laughs> Hope that helps. <laughs> so, uh, go back up. That was weird. Jonathan, is it okay to help a friend of the opposite sex with porn? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm a literalist. So, I'm reading that and I'm like, yeah. are you helping them do porn? <laughs> filming yet? Are you holding oh the camera? Post-production? Are you like, a tripod would be better <laughs> at this angle. If you're going to stay here. <laughs> um, no, I think what you're trying to say um, is, is it okay to help a friend, a female friend, who has a porn addiction? I don't see a problem with it. Um, and I think you should, uh, <laughs> Jonathan, I got you, bro. I got you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't see a problem with it. I have female friends that um, I've, uh, well, well, I have people that I counseled um, that are females that had uh, porn addictions. Listen, er I, everybody of the opposite sex don't want to have sex with each other. No. Mm -hmm. I just don't want men and women to be scared of each other. Yeah. We, we, are, we are robbing ourselves or half of our family when we say that brothers and sisters in Christ can't be brothers and sisters in Christ. Right now, if you have an attraction to this person, you should not be counseling them with nothing. I don't care if it was finances, right? I don't even have to be porn. Yeah. But let's not equate like Juliana saying she has a strong sex drive to like, 
I can't be in the same room with Juliana. What the what are we? We gotta we gotta we gotta see people as human beings and not as that not as their genitalia. That part. <laughs> that part. So it, you, this is more of a question for yourself. Like like, do are you attracted to this person? If this person came on to you, there's a series of questions you need to ask yourself. That's good. If this person came on to you, what would your answer be? Right? Like, go through that scenario. And if the answer is no to all of that, then you're going to be fine. Um, that's it. Okay, it's 102. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Pre-order the book. Pre hey, get that book, though. Listen to the song on B-Side. Listen to the song on B-Side. <laughs> and if you've already downloaded the app and you, you are one of a... I hope uh, go back up. I, I think he. I think he responded. I love having this monitor here. I appreciate you. Good answer. Answer is no. Hey, come on. Help the homie out then. Hey, Jonathan. Here's what I'm so excited about, bro. How dope is it that your female friend gets to have a brother in Christ, where her body is safe with you? Yeah. Yep. It's like the best thing in the whole. Yeah. The greatest, most extravagant gift that we as men can give our sisters in Christ is 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 love and affirmation and a safe place for their bodies to be. Like, their bodies are not going to be sexualized by you. That is like, that's an extravagant gift to give a woman. Like, she can be her feminine self, her feminine self, and not have to worry about, is this dude going to try to yep. twist this, say something out of pocket, push up on me? Like, oh my God. Like, come on, people. We can have, let's have brothers and sisters in Christ. Who are like genuinely brothers and sisters in Christ. Like how it says in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm not, I'm not for the segregation of men and women. Guys with guys, girls with girls. (laughs) (laughs) Which character name is that one, Larry? I don't know who that is. Someone. But hey, hey, about to have an altar call here. <laughs> altar team's coming up. Guys with guys and girls with girls. You know how many gays and lesbians are out here? Mm. You actually think you you you, 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 you you actually think you're preserving something? Ooh, come on. <laughs> mm. Get them. It's, tw- it's 2023, fam. What, what, what world do you live in? You think two guys holding hands on the altar won't spark something between them if something's there? You think a girl praying for a girl if something's in one of them or both of them, something can't pop off? <laughs> there was a, there, there, there was a, a mom that I know who let her daughter, she would, you know, she always kept her from boys. Her daughter's beautiful, always kept her from boys, but she always let her, let, she always let her have sleepovers with girls. Guess how that turned out? Mama was the uh, the house for the hookup. That's just my girl. It's just my daughter's having a sleepover. Mama found out something different. Mm-hmm. So you got to protect these jokers from everybody. Yep. And let's just not make these assumptions that if a guy and a girl get in a room, I know they're brothers and sisters in Christ, but we don't want anything to happen. You know how dangerous vaginas could be. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> 
You know how dangerous penises could be. You know, they, they get in the same room and they just find each other. What? 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 <laughs> you drop a magnet on the floor? Huh? What is happening right now? It's preposterous. No, what 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 happens is sin sin is in people's hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tim about to get me fired the way I'm at work in this chat. <laughs> Nathan, you better <laughs> you better log off, bro. I'm not I don't want to be responsible. I don't need y'all hitting up my cash app next week talking about I got fired from my job. Mm. Okay, we really leave it now. Um uh, uh, Bobby Medina got a heavy question. Please see it. I don't know if we can get into another heavy question right before we leave. But I'll, I mean, if I if it's if it's there, Bobby Medina hit it again. I'll try to get it quick. Is our food here? Uh, in a few minutes. Okay. Trying to see if he's popping. If he's coming. Felita Calhoun, thank you for thank you for uh uh understanding my comedic tone. I really appreciate that. When I start doing comedy next next year, that'll be good. <laughs> Six one nine calling Bobby Medina. Bobby Medina. Bobby Medina. Last call for Bobby Medina. Is he here? Is 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 he here? Flight 207 leaving for San Antonio. Final call, final boarding. Bobby Medina. Bobby left. Bobby was like, you know what? You ain't answered my question. I'm leaving. Hey, let me see that. Um, Somebody said, scroll up a little bit. Uh, Somebody said something about Kojic. I'm in a Kojic church. I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me to stay here to try to break some of the these old traditions that's not accurate with the Bible. Am I fighting a losing battle? Not if not not if the Holy Spirit called you to do it. If the Holy Spirit's calling you to do it, then even if it is a losing battle, you just be obedient. Yep. I can't. I mean, let's go to the Bible. How many prophets were assigned to wicked kings Ooh. to tell them what thus said the Lord, and they weren't going to listen anyway? Yep. God just wanted to make sure that they didn't close their eyes without seeing the truth and at least hearing That's it. Good. They he can't said, have an excuse. Bobby's here. Yeah, he said, "I'm here. I'm here." Also, our food is here. Hey, it looks like your question came at the time our food did. Uh, B- Bobby, do you remember what your... He just said, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> 619, please add your question. <laughs> Bobby, do you remember what you asked? <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious, dog. Uh, here, uh, here's a... Uh oh oh okay, I can go back up to the one the dweller that put it in for us. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so uh, thank you, Jazine. Um, uh, okay. What are your thoughts on a wife and I making our own flick? I'll use that word. Uh, for our for our eyes only. The marriage bed is undefiled. The end. You better put it on. You better put it on your hidden uh photos and movies though. Don't let your phone get hacked. No iCloud here. You better use a 10-digit code with two with two-factor authentication. Cause you don't want your wife on Pornhub. That's where it goes when they breaking when they breaking your phone. They're gonna put it out there. 
So just make sure. Maybe y'all get a phone that that you never uh, put cell service to, and it's only on Wi-Fi and it never leaves your house. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not putting you all up on game. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you some of the thoughts that come to my mind as a freestyle. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah, so press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be.